This episode is brought to you by farmingtheweb.ca. Create your first listing today and receive a $15 Tim Hortons gift card. Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 74, Mom Guilt and Shiz. Did you see my... <laughs> did you see my... <laughs> I couldn't actually bring myself to say the real word because I know kids listen to these, like moms listen to these with kids in their car and sure we accidentally mess up and cuss once in a while. Obviously, in our real lives, we do a lot more. Um, but we shouldn't do it at the beginning. <laughs> but we really try hard, and we don't want the title to say it, so we put we, we added the Z. Um, but shiz. that's really how we feel about it, shiz. <laughs> that's good. No, I didn't see it yet, so when you said it. <laughs> perfect, 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 perfect. Perfect. I live my life in TikTok reels these days. Like, you hear one thing, and then it's... No, it's in your brain forever. Oh, it's like pure mush. Why, 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 why? I don't know that. Okay, how are you? Good. So we are not in harvest. We're actually still chopping, wah, wah. which is very out of character. But, you know, like everybody's stuff is burnt up. So they're just trying to get it out for cattle feed. Um, Bart's done drilling wheat. Our wheat did come up by the grace of God. I have no idea how. So you we're just praying. Rain. Tiny rains, but not, you know, not anything that would save a crop. But it, you did get some maybe timely enough that like it gave enough yeah. to go. It was so dry when he was drilling. Like we didn't think there was any any way, but it, by the grace of God, it is up. So we just are over here praying for the wettest winter ever, which is not very Whitney likely. I don't love winter, but I don't love winter either. But I I will pray for you that you get all the snow. We've been really dry, not comparatively to you, but for our area, we've been pretty dry. All of our gravel's dust at this point. Um, like where we drive in and out of our legs and stuff. We did. Our grass is sub- exceptionally green this very second because we got a half inch of rain on Tuesday when I was traveling back from Arkansas. And so that's been a really nice, I told Jordan, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to put my car hearts on to mow because <laughs> I'm going to have to mow one more time after that. It was just enough that my mom called me and said, I think it's actually turning green as I'm watching it. And it really like, it's amazing what just the small amount of water will do for something that so desperately needs a drink. Oh, I know. You know how good it, you know, like when you're super thirsty and you finally get water, can you imagine what some of these crops are thinking? <laughs> you do nothing but drink until you want to throw up because your belly's so full of water. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. So yeah, just that, um, been manning the ship at home by myself. So yeah, doing that thing. Hi, Rowan. Hi, Rowan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his popsicle fell out. So he is currently yelling at our cat. We call her Kitty. How original. And she's had four babies recently and they live out under a bush in the back of our house. And I have in the past been letting Rowan and Reese and Rhett too, but Rowan and Reese are around more often around the house, go out and pet the cats. Well, last weekend we let him pet the cats and he came in with like two neck by neck around his with his hands with just like not the back of their skin like actually fully around their necks and as I go to get him I can just see him like grip harder 
and barren running away from me. Yeah. And I'm like, Rowan, please stop. You're hurting the animals. (laughs) So um, we have yet to let him back out there. He wants, that's currently where he wants to go. He's standing right beside me. He sees the mama and he's trying to talk her into helping him And she's hungry. We got this whole mess of events going on over here. Um, We are in the heat of harvest. We're actually going back to the field after having that short rain on Tuesday. It's been a nice break. Um, We are done with corn harvest. It's really funny. (laughs) We all think of our own situations. And you and I talk about this all the time of like how social media puts you into a funk. And so I had shared a while back. I really firmly believe in sharing what your reality is. And then as a consumer, understanding that that's not your reality. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a really Mm -hmm. hard line to walk. And so I had shared that we were done with corn harvest. And I got so many messages saying, I can't believe you're done with corn harvest. And they weren't really negative, but you know, they were just like astonished. And I'm like, okay, but I guess what I didn't say was that we only planted a fourth of our crop in corn this year because of anhydrous prices. Right. You know, you don't get the full story. And so, so why does everybody assume. Yeah. And they weren't negative. Like I would be the first to say, cause someone's going to listen and be like, oh my gosh, no, I didn't have one that was like, you're already done with corn. No. Well, I mean, I don't know how they said it. It didn't feel that way, but it's just funny because that instance I thought, oh, okay. But I just didn't share it all because I didn't think I, I needed to. And so just always be understanding when you're um, navigating anything on the internet is that you just probably really don't know everything. Um, again, it wasn't negative at all. It was just a really interesting, I was able to like objectively be like, oh, but I didn't give all the information, which then led them to believe that we've have, you know, thousands and thousands of acres of corn that we just rocked out. Anyway. Right. But also like um, in the same breath, assumptions do like hurt yourself because I even thought, dang, they're done with corn. But my farmer brain was like, okay, well, they could have only planted like 500 acres. I mean, I don't know how much you guys planted. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no. So yeah. then assumptions, they like, they're not good for you. And I'm, I'm on a social media break. That shiz has been messing up my brain. <laughs> there's a, there's a fine line of like it being the bad thing or like how we do it, how we perceive things. I do think that we have the ability as humans to m- manage our, but we have to be in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. And so if we have any other crap going on in our lives, like pressures of your job or your home, or like we're just overwhelmed because we have three kids and we like re- the reality of our life is we wake up and we're like, <gasps> okay, what do I have to do today? Right. But we, I think there is a really healthy place for social media. It's just boundaries that we have to set. And I currently am working every single day harder and harder to set more and more boundaries around it of we always say creating over consuming um the issue there for me is that there's a fine line between we've mixed social and work and so when we think we should be working and we're scrolling we feel guilty about scrolling or consuming and when we're working we feel like well we should be interacting like there's just this really blurred line of social versus work i think we all jumped in as far as like sharing our farms and stuff, like so head first where we immersed ourselves a hundred percent and that's all yeah. we did for like months trying to build, you know, an account and share our story and all those things. And now trying to step back some has been hard in a way. Yeah. And understand that change is good and okay. And it, again, it, like you said, what we started out doing, you and I now have moved, morphed our businesses into something so much greater and bigger than that of reaching women and connecting and communicating and really fostering relationships for um, people like us here and in our own personal businesses, which is totally pivoted from the original thought of like, hi, maybe we'll meet some farm wives and talk about farming. Right. 
yeah, right. I hear you, bro. That's exactly. So does everybody else. So does all three other people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <Gordon> <laughs> Bart and a friend. <laughs> um, anyways, so long story short, that was my rant for the day on social media. Um, I was in Arkansas last week with an FCS group and I got to, I had the pleasure and the honor of giving a speech. That's been kind of a new endeavor for me, like tipping my toe into keynote speaking. And I like to think that I am a good speaker and am somewhat funny. And so as a past teacher, I also have the gift of gab. I don't know. It went really well, I think. So we'll see what that progresses into. I also know that the way that our family dynamics are right now, I have to be really picky and choosy, but it is an atmosphere that I really enjoy right now. Yeah. And so for me, social media, it was just what you said, like consuming. I was definitely just consuming in almost in a, I've talked about it in therapy, like in a bitter way, like, oh, they're harvesting great looking crops. You can tell. And then, you know, just things like that have, have made my mental health be to where I need to step back. Is it what other people are posting? No, not necessarily, but it's how it's consuming into my mind or my heart. And so I've stepped back even just for like four days. and I've gotten so much done. It's amazing what you can get done when you don't reach for your phone every five seconds. Um, but that also was a part like what we're talking about today is mom guilt. I like found myself sitting sitting there one day at the table while Rowdy was eating his lunch. And I think he asked me a question. And I'm like, what? Really, really ugly asked what? And that's just, no, that, it made me feel terrible. And so mom guilt. Right, right. And you and I are both in therapy. Okay. I guess I don't know that you wanted to share that. Sorry. I just no, started. I shared it. Um, and we don't also understand scared a lot to start. Our, no, I just want to say that to everyone. <laughs> a lot of our past has not even like just our parents. Yes, parents were like, well, we don't want to mess up our kids. Sure, how we interacted and how our parents interacted definitely shaped us, but we also had a lot of experiences on our own. And so we have to understand too, it's not just social media, like it's just Mm-mm. the ugly side of parts of us that we would rather not show. And unfortunately it comes out and it feels really ugly. And yeah, again, cue mom guilt. So right. it's not all your fault. Like it's just, it's just the pressures it's of life. Part and, of it. it is. Yeah. And that's so when I started, when I started talking with her, I'm like, I don't have any past trauma that makes me feel like I actually need to be here. You know, I was like trying to explain myself to her and she's like, Whitney, you're a mom. You have a thriving business with your husband. You're doing something on your own. You're sharing on social media. And she started naming all these things. I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and, and she just said, yeah, she just said, you have so much going on. And so I started because of my anxiety and, you know, mom guilt. Like I said, I don't know that I need to be in therapy for mom guilt, but I need help how to deal with it. Like I need you to teach me how to handle these things on my own without lashing out at others like my kids. And I explained to her like riding in a vehicle, if I'm driving and they're just making so much noise back there, my brain just wants to explode. And I said, they're not doing anything wrong. It's like they're laughing loud. And my brain just, it's like my head's in a vice. And then eventually I want to explode. And she said, that's very real. Like you're not crazy for feeling that way. She said, I've felt that way before, but you just have to like switch your mindset. And so she's done, she's given me so many tools that have already helped me so much. And the, the two months I've done it, I'm just very thankful that I realized that I was worth doing it. Um, and by all, I mean, it's harvest and we have nothing to do. <laughs> 
Oh, and Rowan has a baseball bat and hurt himself. <laughs> I mean, oh, I just toe can't even head. Make stuff up. <laughs> You're fine. Oh. Will I edit this out or will I not edit this out? No. That'd be really too much work. <laughs> um, so I guess let's talk about mom guilt because I, as I navigate, especially these last couple of years with business ownership and shifting and shifting what I've been doing in like my business and, you know, Rowan goes to daycare now. That was its own, that was its own um, mess of mom guilt and my kids are in school now and I have entered a place when I, one reason that I want to really work through therapy is that I want to figure out how to relax. Like I have so much going on and my life is so good. I have such a great life, but like I constantly go. And even if I sit still, my brain is still on like high capacity functioning. Mm -hmm. I told her I will lay down in bed. This was before I started working with her. And I said, I'll just think of all the things I didn't do during the day for them. And I said, I struggle with when they get off the bus, I don't, remember that they need to decompress and like they've had a long day for their little brains and I just want to keep going and going like you said like we have so much to do still we need to go do this we need to give dad a ride and she said why don't you ever lay there and think of all the things you did do and I'm like oh yeah she just said self-compassion is a huge thing of something that our generation of women never learned and I'm like yeah you're you're really right. And so right. I've been trying real intentionally to, when I lay down at night, think of all the things I did do for my family instead of the things I didn't do. Yeah. I even did that a few weeks ago. I think I shared it in a newsletter of like what I did do, like what I need to do. Sure. Make a to-do list, but then make a secondary to-do list of what I did, what I did, maybe what I did do. I don't know actually the proper English for that, but it did help. Cause I was like, Oh, I did sweep the floor and do two loads of laundry and, you know, and you don't have to wipe some, do something like wipe your kid's butt, but that is something you have to take time and stop doing what you're doing to go do. Well, and Um, just like that, you say wipe the butt, like how many of those tiny things do we do in a day that we don't credit ourselves for? I mean, I don't really need credit for wiping a butt, but. (laughs) No, but like it, it feels like we can't get other things done because we're constantly pulled away to do the little things. Mm -hmm. And good, bad, or otherwise, it's just the reality of the the stage of life that we're in. Experiencing some technical difficulties here at the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, please stay tuned for a short break. (laughs) Are you looking to quickly and efficiently buy or sell agricultural products or get the word out about your ag event? Avoid the headaches of using non-ag marketplaces or classified sites and check out farmingtheweb.ca, Canada's best free classified site designed by and for Canadian farmers. Create your first listing and receive a $15 Tim Hortons gift card. Buy, sell, get back to work, get started today and visit farmingtheweb.ca. The thing that I'm really struggling with right now is like, I want, I am, you know, um, be where your feet are, be present as I'm like doing 12 things at once. And I feel that, but my personality does, is not suited I shouldn't say like it doesn't want to be because I adore my children. I thrive. I am a much better mother and wife and farm wife, all of the above when I have an outlet. For me, that's like house of color and going and speaking, but then also trying to be present when I'm home. And so right now I've built my business in such a way where we we both have, I think I'm speaking for you, where we like build, 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 build. And now we really need to do like maintenance mode of like not necessarily growing anymore 
being where we are, trying to manage what we have before the next season of life presents an opportunity. Are you looking to quickly and efficiently buy or sell agricultural products or get the word out about your ag event? Avoid the headaches of using non-ag marketplaces or classified sites and check out farmingtheweb.ca, Canada's best free classified site designed by and for Canadian farmers. Create your first listing and receive a $15 Tim Hortons gift card. Buy, sell, get back to work, get started today and visit farmingtheweb.ca. And we're back for take six. We really have to dig down deep and peel the onion back of what do we want? Mm-hmm. And as we talked about social media and other people doing things, there's a very easy way to have FOMO, um, which means fear of missing out for those of you who are about to Google that, because I did do that once, had no idea what FOMO was, right. and had to Google it. Um, but it's a part real of thing. personality. It is. Part of its personality, part of its lifestyle, part of it's just the current season that we're all in of like, do I have more FOMO? Or am I really content being at home? Like I continue to move into, because our work lives are so busy, I my social life suffers, but in the same breath, I'm okay with that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other days I miss out and I feel like, why couldn't I have done that? Yeah. And so I'm in a season of like, so now that Cultivating Courage sold out, I'm very relieved in a way that I don't have to keep pushing that because that's not... That's not me. I don't want to be a salesman. I want people to buy tickets to to actually want to come and buy tickets. But with so many new people coming onto my platforms, there was a lot of people like, "Hey, what's cultivating courage?" And you know, they don't know because they haven't been following me for four years. And so, I'm very relieved in a way that that I'm sold out and that I can just like start planning that and be done with it. Not be done with it, but you know what I mean. And so, I'm in a season where I. I think I had to get off social media for a bit because I do see everyone going to speak and I would love to do that, but I am just not in a season of life where I can. And I just don't have right. the help to leave. And so then I FOMO, it's like total FOMO. Like I would love, love, love to be able to go do that stuff, but I, it's just not my season. And so I've been trying to hone in on, like you said, I always say being where my feet are and just being good at what I'm doing here. And it's, it's starting to kind of settle in and it feels good like for once that it's actually feeling good. It, the cool thing too, and I think about this about our farm, I look at Jordan and I's operation and I'm like, dang, we do that on our own. Like, yes, we're fourth generation. We have had support from Jordan's parents. Sorry that Rowan is an actual third guest. Like we're actually going to put guest Rowan Epperson on the podcast. He just can't talk. <laughs> he just whines. Um, just a second. Let me pause it. it. Just muted yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that we'd always kept all the outtakes of our episodes of like all. Oh, he's saying it. He's saying. (laughs) Um. Oh, Lordy, please be with me right now. So Um, we're recording on October thirteenth. If Kylie doesn't get this out till Thanksgiving, it's due to editing. Oh my god, I'm leaving a lot of this in just so we're clear. Um, you guys are getting the real, we don't, we don't edit a lot. We kind of pride ourselves in authenticity of this is us. We only edit out when something like really goes wrong. Today has been that day. Um, anyway, what I was saying, <laughs> bro, what I was saying was that every time I speak, he speaks. Why? It's like, I wait and I pause and he's quiet. And then I talk and it's like at the exact time. 
You want to get down? Uh What I was saying, if I have two seconds, was that if you really examine your life, kind of like what you said, what you did do or what you did do for the day, look at what you've done in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, you would be really impressed by someone else who's doing what you do. We give so much grace and admiration to others, but we give zero to ourselves. The self-compassion to yourself is none. And when when she was asking me, do you ever give yourself self-compassion? And I was thinking, no, I actually don't know how to do that. And so she kind of walked me through like, well, I told her that I have mom guilt if I find myself scrolling. And she said, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you, which you and I love timers, so I don't know why I never thought of this. She said, set yourself a 20-minute timer and allow yourself to just scroll. Just scroll and don't feel guilty. She said, everybody needs to decompress some way. And if that's how you want to do it, that's fine. Set a 20-minute timer, go to your bedroom. And she said, if your kids interrupt you, just say, hey, this is mom's 20 minutes. I just need 20 minutes to myself. And let yourself do that. And then maybe you won't reach for your phone as much. And it really did help. Did I feel silly sitting a timer to look at my phone? Kinda, but it made me feel better. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think we do it in so many different aspects. Why don't we, or we say a lot of things. Why don't we apply them to ourselves? Right. Like we want you to give grace, listeners and friends of the Midwest Farm Life, yourself. But sometimes we have a really hard time. Um, I think we do probably do it more than we don't. We do try to give ourselves grace. We try to be objective. We really try to look at both sides of the, of the, you know, good and the bad. But there's a lot of times where it's just wired in our brains as women and as moms that like you're the worst. Everybody hates you because of this one thing that you did. Um, And so if you're raising your kids, we're raising our kids in a way different generation and time than what our parents raised us in. I mean, there was mm-hmm. not near as much scary, unpredictable shiz that happened back then that happens now. And it's scary. It is scary. But do you think that this is, we're getting like a little deeper than what I expected to today. Do you think that we just didn't see or hear about some of the scary stuff because of like media and social media is so prevalent? I do think there is scare- more, way more scary stuff happening now. Let me be very yeah. clear about that. But For sure. we hear and see, we're like, we're like, bombarded with it nowadays. There's more and more and more of everything. Yeah. And so I I asked Jordan the other day because I had a moment and I said, um, what do you think? Do you think that the past generations were nervous about their kids growing up? And he said, yeah, I do. It was just a different kind of nerves. Like, yeah, it was. It was just different. There wasn't the same pressures. And so I always try to remember myself. One, qu- one quote when I was really deep in anxiety during COVID and all of this other stuff was, God put you as the parent and your kids on this earth during the time that it is Mm -hmm. like during this period of time, they're meant to be here. We're meant to be here. And so if that offers anybody, even just a like hint of of hope. Yeah. Or like just a relax on their shoulders for the, for the afternoon. Just remember that we're doing the best that we can. And the only thing that we can do is continue to work on ourselves so that we set good examples and good boundaries and good morals for the kids that will be the next generation. Right. Yep. And so go look at your phone for 20 minutes. Go speak that speech that might change somebody's life. Go build that business, but also just remember where you're, you know, why you're doing it and where your morals are set and try to set some. And do it because you want to, not because you see somebody else doing it. Rowan really wants to be on this podcast. 
Rowan, do you have a quote to end it with? Say hi, friends. <laughs> oh, we did friends. Can you say so, mama? Can you say, say dada? Can you say wit? Oh, that was pretty good. Rowan. Can you say, okay, now we have can you say tractor? Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Get our shiz together. So I do want to just add that I don't know if anyone ever listens to the Jenny Allen podcast. It's called Made for This. But one episode she started with the other day and it said, um, how are you? And then she kind of sat there and I was saying, I'm good. And she's like, no, I'm going to ask again. Really? How are you? She said, how often do we just say we're good when there's really something else? And she said, if it's people that care about you that are asking you, how are you? You really need to start giving yourself the credit that you need or like the help that you need and answer honestly. And I'm like, whoa. And so one of my goals this week is is to text some friends and be like, how are you? And if they just say good, no, really, how are you? I just want to like start. Actually, I think that like relationships almost begin to struggle because of social media. Do you know what I mean? Like I've had more people text me this week and be like, how are you? Because I'm not on there. And so they don't see what I'm doing. But I, but in the same breath, I've always just answered, I'm good. But usually I am good. But some people aren't and need that question. Yeah. Oh, we, where are we going to go? <laughs> um, also piggybacking off of that, Jenna Kutcher's How Are You Really book. Definitely a good audio book to throw in. She's got a couple. Some of it's all stuff we know. Some of it's all stuff we just need to hear again. I'm on chapter 12 that. right now and it talks about boundaries. And it's it's really good. I, I think my, called? okay. It's how are you really? She asks okay. over and over again, like, how are you really? And it's, she has prompts, different writing prompts in the book. I really have enjoyed listening to it. I'm doing it in Emily Russell's mastermind right now. That's our book of the, the, the mastermind. Um, and I think it would be really beneficial for all people in our space of like, how are you really? And really examine some of the outside pressures that we're allowing to affect our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, just bought it. Also, just saying out loud, I want to be the rural Jenna Kutcher. Yeah, for real. She's a BA. She's amazing. Progress. Just make progress. It's okay to have setbacks and the need to for do-overs. It's okay to draw a line in the sand and start over again and again. Just make sure you're moving the line forward. Take baby steps, then change will come and it will be good. The longest podcast ever. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.